Connectivity 210, and today we'll be talking about the NX, the Retro USB AVS, Mario 64. And with me today is Adam Abinasa. I completely forgot that we were talking about those things. <laughs> and uh, special guest Perry Burkham. I never even knew we were talking about those things. Uh, I did tell you about the Mario thing, but that some of that was, uh, you know, and listen to mail yeah. and whatever I've been doing. So, oh, um, beautiful. Yeah. So yeah, it's been quite so, a while since I've been on connectivity due to uh, moving into a new house and also the internet company not giving us internet for like two months. Uh, took them forever to install our internet, so that was not good. What have What have you been up to? That's Adam? just a front. Nick, Nick actually. <laughs> I'll just be lazy, actually. And uh, I just didn't want to do. Comedy. I want to talk to you, Adam. I got sick of it. <laughs> oh, the town for a really long time. I spent most of my summer in New York. Um, I was on an episode or two. Yeah. Over yeah. the summer, but I've also been really lazy. <laughs> I haven't been up to nothing. Homework, Pokemon Go. Uh, the other day, I caught a Dragonite. <gasps> oh my gosh! And then. I caught 30 Charmander in one day. In like one evening. What in heck? How? Yeah, dude, Standing Bear Lake like, is a Charmander nest. I was there for like three hours and I caught 30 Charmander. Cool. I have not touched Pokemon Go except for like a little bit. I just, I don't know. I just can't be bothered. Oh, dude, yep. did you not get the Pokemon Go Plus at midnight? <laughs> no. Did you not go to the did midnight release? Yeah, I did. I looked out. So, no, um, oh. I was like at the same area as a GameStop, getting um, getting some coffee really late one night, and uh, I saw GameStop was still open, and I knew that the Plus was about to come out, so I went there, and I was like, "Are you guys doing a midnight for Pokemon Go Plus?" And they were like, oh, no, the new NBA game comes out at 11. But corporate said that if anyone's in the store at 11 that wants Pokemon, we have to stay open. I was like, awesome. So I called my friends. And we all went and made them stay open until midnight. Um, and I got it. And then the next day, like, I was, I was playing with a little, and I was like, oh, this is so stupid. Why would it stay connected? It's so janky. And I wake up in the morning, and they're like $300 on Amazon. And I was like, oh, Sell that oh, I thing. Guess I'm... Absolutely not. No, I'm going to cherish it forever. Well, you could just sell it and then buy it in a, two weeks for the retail price. Oh, Nintendo is never releasing any more of these. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're done. Right. I believe it. I feel like I <laughs> should have been doing something else. Uh, oh, the other day I broke out Captain Toad. Heck Remember yeah. My likes to call it. Captain showed treasure tickler, which is super inappropriate. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Um, I forgot how amazing that game was. I had completely beaten the first two sections or three sections. Um, I'd gotten everything, even like found the toad amiibo pixel dude. Um, and I just picked it back up and I just got into it so fast. And uh, some of the levels are really hard. And I hated them, and I couldn't find like the stars and the hidden stuff. But 
actually beat that game. Yeah, I remember like, 100%. when I played it last, I was I finished the main game and I've done a bunch of the found a bunch of this extra stuff, but I think some of the later levels I just hadn't done and haven't picked it up again for probably like a year now. That game is like one of my favorite games mm. on Wii U. I love that game. It's so so many feels. Oh, so many feels? nice feels. I, I've, I do experience nice feels. Yeah. So pretty. And that's what I was thinking uh, when I picked it. I was like, I want to just play something relaxing. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to try and get back into the Tokyo Mirage Sessions after midnight. Like, I just kind of want to go to bed. What should I play? And I always, always, whenever I think I want to play video games, I just sit and I play Smash Brothers against the computer until I am the king of all computer fighters. I'm the most powerful computer fighter. Uh, but I don't know. I'm just kind of bored of that. So I looked at my games, and I was like, oh, yeah, Captain Chode. <laughs> what about you, Perry? What's What's been happening with you? Um, I haven't been playing a lot of games. Uh, mainly just been playing Mole Mania on my 3DS. Mm. Um because that's all I can play during, like, at break at work. Um, I've been, like, the opposite of you guys. Well, of Adam. Like he said, he's been really lazy. I've been working constantly in, like, five different jobs. <laughs> yeah, you, you're always a pretty busy guy, aren't you? I'm very busy, but it's good busy. It's, it's not bad busy, but, mm. yeah, I'm doing lots of stuff. But, yeah, that's... Really, it it's not really exciting gaming talk. Well, Mo yeah. Mania is awesome, but you know. Yeah. What do you actually do in that game? Uh, it's like uh, it's like a Zelda game. Uh, imagine like a Zelda dungeon. Uh, it's kind of like that, and uh, it's like a puzzle on each screen, and. You have to solve the puzzle. You have to break the door to the next room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the whole point is getting to, you have this ball and you have to throw it at the door to break it. And that's the puzzle for each screen. And you okay. keep moving. And then it yeah. keeps introducing new puzzle ideas and pipes and stuff like that. It's really fun. Totally like a Zelda game. It feels like a Zelda. Well, it was, uh, fighting. I, think, I think, yeah, Miyamoto worked on that game as well. So. Yeah, he produced it. Yeah. On the good old Game Boy, black and white Game Boy. Oh yeah, green and black. Yeah, green and black. There's cabbage, <laughs> cabbage colored. Cabbage, yes. baby. cabbage, cabbage green. Heck yeah! You gotta throw them cabbage into them holes to get. <laughs> you get five five cabbages to get a fourth of a heart. <laughs> I don't know where that where they came up with that equation. <laughs> but yeah, cool. Uh, as for me, uh, I haven't been playing too much stuff. The last thing I finished was um, Uncharted 4 a couple of weeks ago. I just played the end of that and, yeah, it was okay. I kind of forced myself to play through to the end just to say I finished it, but I don't know. Those games are like, I'm sort of back and forth on the, those games. I, I, was, cause I like them enough, well enough, but sometimes I just get frustrated by them or just sort of, you know, don't really feel like playing through them um 
and I've yeah yeah it's like playing through each one of them you kind of it's just like one and done to me like I, I don't feel like going back through the story or anything again just because it seems like it's you experienced everything pretty much mm-hmm it really has a different game. Like, it doesn't feel like a game as much, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is a game. In that sense. I mean, it totally, like, it is a game, but I mean, it has, like, a whole different way of playing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like, doesn't have replayability. Like, uh, they're driving you through a movie narrative, basically, uh, with playable sections, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's good. The graphics are really good. The animation and all that was really great. So it was it was a pretty fun uh, romp, I guess. Uh, the other thing I got recently was the new uh, retro USB AVS NES system. It's a clone, which is it's like a, a guy called uh, Brian Parker, I think his name is. He runs retro USB. Um, he Over the last few years, he's put together his own NES console that he's now selling. Um, it's basically um, he's reproduce the NES on a few different reprogrammable chips. Um, so it's it performs exactly like an NES does. So you just put your cartridge in and away you go, and it's pretty much 100% accurate to how a real NES will play the game. The only difference is obviously that it's you know new and it outputs at 720p with a few different, like, options and it's it's got like a front-end menu so you can apply scan lines and change the size of the picture and there's even like a scoreboard function where you can connect the machine to the internet and it like goes to a database that you can like upload your like high scores from games yeah i haven't actually tested it out yet i tried to this morning but um the mac software I think there's a problem with it. It wasn't letting me do it, so there might need to be an update to that on the Mac. No, your, your scores Where? were just too high, man. <laughs> well, I hadn't started playing. You have to have it connected to the computer running this scoreboard program while you're playing it so it like, can tell oh. if you're using cheats or anything. Um, it's, a t- like, it's pretty simple really but it's like a tiny bit convoluted i guess um but it, yeah, it doesn't have like wi-fi no no it doesn't have wi-fi you got to plug the usb cable into the computer and run this program that's also how you update the firmware um there's like a beta firmware that's out now which adds new color palettes as well but i haven't tested that out yet so it seems like uh so it's it pretty good thing like an NES? um it sort of does. Wait, look at the box. Wait, I know no one's going to be able to see this, but I'll show Adam the box. That's where it looks like. Eyes. <laughs> oh, that's it's like cool. a, Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. Does it use regular NES controllers? It uses yeah, any um, NES controller, any sort of accessory that the NES could use. This can use, except obviously like the Zappa gun, because it doesn't work on LCD screens. Oh. Um, uh, what else? It's also got it. Trackpad. Break out your trackpad yet? Yeah. Oh, I don't have that. No. The track and field pad. I've only got. You don't have that? I've only got one game actually, because um, I got rid of all my PAL NES stuff. So I'm. I've only got one Famicom game at the moment, which is a Hello Kitty um, balloon. Oh yeah, I saw you playing that. What is it? Balloon. It's like a recent 
not Balloon Fight, the Game Boy one. Um, Balloon, Balloon Kid. Kid. Yeah, it's a reskin of that game. Um, it's pretty good, actually. It looks really good. Um, and it's pretty Wait, fun. I've so almost finished Kitty? it. Yeah, so Hello it's Kitty. only game? Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> Talia, Talia bought it in Japan. Um, we just bought one Famicom game. I didn't think I was going to buy more Famicom games, but I probably will. Um, so this does Famicom and NES? Yeah, it has, an NES, it has an NES slot and a Famicom slot. So you what can about a disk both. drive? Yeah, um, you can plug a disk drive into it, yeah. Oh, that's cool. It can do, it can do pretty much everything. Oh, you have to plug it cool. Yeah, you have to plug it into the Do Super slot. Nintendo games, which are way better. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't do Super yeah. It only does NES games. Yeah, I know. I feel like I get one of those and I go... Oh wait, there's like three good NES games. I don't know. There's probably nah, I'm people just kidding. That. No, there is. <laughs> there's like Super I, Mario Brothers one, Super Mario Brothers two, and Super Mario Brothers three. That's all you need, right? And yeah. and Hello Kitty. And Hello yeah. Kitty, yeah. Hello Kitty Balloon Kid. Uh, does it? I I'm sorry if you said this already. Does it have save states? No, it doesn't have save states. But okay. you could you could get an like a, a flash cart, like an EverDrive, and run save states off of that. So you could load ROMs and then you know, that's got inbuilt save states into the into that cartridge thing. So mm-hmm. you could do that if you wanted to. Cool. But no yeah. duck hunt. No duck hunt. Yes. No duck hunt, no yeah. sale. But apparently Sorry. apparently the guy is um developing a his own light gun that will work with it, so stay tuned, I guess. Okay. Eventually there probably will be a way to play it. Um even if it uses some sort of weird on-screen cursor, sort of like the Wii Virtual mm-hmm. Console release. Yeah. If Perry, were you not listening? It doesn't play anything but Hello Kitty. Oh, right. <laughs> hey, it's a pretty good game. You shouldn't knock it. It's good. No, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it is. The NES was the, the pinnacle of game design. and. Sure <laughs> I, want get a hold of, um, I want to get a hold of the really NES like, Nintendo ice hockey game. Have you guys played that before? Oh, I've heard that's really Hockey? fun. Yes, it's like really. Fun. Oh my gosh, they come out at the middle and they like clean the ice. Yeah, yeah, the do little dance, chibi dudes. But you play silly. it with someone and it just gets like really funny because it's a really simple game, but it can get really addicting. Um, and I need to get it becomes that, really though. funny. Yeah. Does that have I've a download a, thing on 3ds? Yeah, I don't know if it's on 3ds. I know it's on Wii U. But, um, yeah. You need to play that in two player though. It's like don't even bother yeah. really playing it in one player. But yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. Mario Sports Mix on Wii has hockey and it's super super fun. That game is really really fun multiplayer. Cool. Uh, Perry, are you gonna get the new Mario Sports Mix? Heck yeah. The you, you're gonna do it? Oh yeah yeah. I'm super pumped for that because it has online. So that's I mean I know the last one did too, but you know that's a fun game portable. I'm all I'm all in for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's basically what I've been doing lately. Um, I guess we'll just yeah wrap up that intro, and we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with a listener mail question.
And now it's time for a listener mail question. So we got this uh, quite a while ago, like the 2nd of September. Um, I don't think there's been an episode in between. Oh, there might have been, but um, I hadn't forwarded it on to anyone. So, okay, we're going to do it now. So here is the question from Jordan. Hey, guys, I have mixed feelings about the Direct today. The unannounced games that they show just seem kind of boring or safe, and I get that. Nintendo has a new console coming out, so the focus is going to be on NX. I guess it's hard to get excited about anything that isn't NX, especially considering we don't know with certainty what exactly the new console slash portable is going to be or do. My question is this. Do you think the 3DS can really coexist at least temporarily with the NX? If both units are portables, won't they be competing for very similar consumer dollars? Thanks for all the great content you put out. Jordan. Hmm. So what do you think The 3DS is really old. Uh, It's going to turn like six years old when the NX comes out. Mm -hmm. Um, And it sold pretty well, so I don't think that they're competing for the same dollar. I think they're competing for like room on a person's body. Yeah. Like, I, I stopped carrying my 3DS in my pocket a couple of years ago. I used to carry it in my left pocket everywhere for like three or four years. And then one day I moved it to my bag, and uh, I, I really don't carry my bag as often. And when I started doing that, my 3DS started dying, and I started losing lots of save progress and got discouraged and kind of stopped carrying it. Um, mm. But I don't know if I have room with my phone and my keys and my I actually don't really take wallet. my 3DS out of the house anyway. I just kind of play I mean, it at I home. To, <laughs> but I, I don't so much anymore. Mm. Um, but with the NX, I, I don't know where, like, where I'm going to put it. Like, if I'm just going to carry it around the world everywhere I go. Yeah, install, it really depends. Like, it really depends out. what it is like if it has a portal like if you can take it away outside like a 3ds i mean that's good i guess but if it's also got the tv out i'd probably just leave it connected to the tv and not really take it anywhere um unless there's like a a reason to um and yeah i mean it kind of depends on if if you're going to be able to transfer 3ds stuff to it Mm. too right yeah yeah i don't know Mm. But um, in, I think it's just Nintendo hedging their bets. I mean, they don't want to drop two of like the, the two systems dead like the minute the NX comes out. I mean, the Wii U is already dead, but the 3DS still, you know, they can still put out some games for it, and they'll still make money. Um, you know, putting some ports on there like Mario Maker or the new or that Yoshi game. Um, so it makes sense to support it at least for like sort of half-heartedly for another year just to. You know, if the NX is slow to take off, they've got still got 3DS there to sell some games as well. Yeah. It's sort of like the third pillar thing they said with um, uh, the DS. Not the DS. Except Wave Advance isn't going anywhere, basically. They're saying s- similar things now with the 3DS. Um, but if, you know, if NX takes off and sells like 5 million units in like five months or something, they'll probably not really care too much about 3DS. Mm-hmm. See, I think that the, the Wii was part of the third pillar too. Like the Wii, the Wii U, the DS, and the 3DS no, all no, kind of dropped the whole third pillar thing by the time the Wii came around. I mean, like design-wise and sort of motivation-wise, 
Mm. You know, they had the GameCube and they had the Game Boy, and then they wanted to go after the kind of the everyone audience with their weird experimental consoles. So I wonder if the NX is a return to the first pillar. The first pillar. Well, there was that comment <laughs> the from Pierre Schneider or IGN saying that the, he was told by a developer that um, the NX is sort of like a reboot for Nintendo, whatever that means. So Maybe it means it's going to be that console you just got. Yeah, the AVS. It's actually. Oh my god! Yeah, and they're just gonna they're just gonna uh, they're gonna license that. The NES Classic actually is just <laughs> the NX. Is the NX? <laughs> the NX. Yeah, that's the NX long time ago. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, with people buying, like people that are in the market for a 3DS, yeah, like next year, uh, are looking to buy a cheap system. The NX is probably not going to be as cheap as the 3DS. I'd assume, or they'll drop the 3ds down even further, and you know the price difference. Um, yeah, it won't really come into it. Like, it's two almost two different markets because there's the like an end of life system where people might pick it up to play all the great games that came out over the last six years, and then there's the early adopters which just buy like the system and whatever you know trash that usually comes out with the launch. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just going to be like every other system launch, right? I mean, like every other handheld. I mean, mm-hmm. it'll be weird because it's it's going to be, well, we think it's going to be both console and handheld, but I think after a while, you know, it'll just be the Nintendo machine, mm-hmm. and I don't think anyone's going to really care, really. I don't know. I'm just I mean, hoping we, care. we hear something about it soon. Then it, just a tidbit. Just say, you know, give us a tidbit of information saying when they're going to sort of talk about it again. Um, I'm just getting sick of all this stupid speculation. I like the stupid speculation. I like hearing so, people get mad about things. So I have a Twitter alert set up for Nintendo of America. So as soon as they announce the director, whatever, um, I'll get a notification. And today, they tweeted like, "Hey, Twitter or like at Twitter Gaming, this is our submission for Gaming Vine of the Week." And I was like, oh, "Holy shit!" I, they've never done this before. If this is their NX reveal, then like that would be so awesome. Just give everyone just six seconds of like footage, <laughs> and that's it. And I go there, and it's a bunch of geckos licking like jelly with the Yoshi noise. And I was like, man, fuck Yoshi. This is not the NX. <laughs> now, yeah, I've so- been toying with the idea of. They, you know, they, the, the rumors, 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 lots of rumors, but there's the rumor that the controller can detach off of the NX. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if it's like a 3DS and the controller is the bottom half and you can detach that so like all, every controller has its own little screen, uh, but once you dock the NX into the TV... You know, mm-hmm. you just have your controller with the little screen in it, like the gamepad, but then you can take it off and attach it yeah. to the controller and you have a clamshell. And mm-hmm. maybe it's backwards compatible with 3DS? Cause yeah, because I think all, out, the, all, the, the all the mock-ups and I think the rumors are that the controller bits snap onto the sides and you pull them off the side of it somehow. Yeah. Um, the only thing... Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, um, for the... Like I don't want, I want the home console to have an awesome controller, 
And how are they going to make an, an awesome portable unit controller? You know what I mean? Unless they sell the home yeah. console controller separately. It's like an extra... Yeah, I hope they do that. Buy. Yeah. Or it might be compatible with your Wii U Pro Controller and your Wii Zapper and mm. Wii Fit <laughs> And Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing uh, microphone. There's Wii. so many, there's so many different... We speak. I found my Wii speak when I was moving and I did not get rid of it. I just say it's that baby. Even though it's a... It's not even possible to use. <laughs> oh, hey, I use it to record my podcast. Thank you. <laughs> That's what it sounds like right now. Yeah, you're, you're breaking up a bit Ouch. there again. I messed up again? Oh, I'm sorry. I'll leave. Well, it's better. It's not as bad as it was. But... Mm. Um, what was going to say? Um, I've lost it. I forgot what I was going to say now. It's all right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's pretty much, I guess, the, that question wrapped up anyway. So, I guess we'll take another short break and we'll be back with a little topic about Mario 64. It's been, it's uh, it just had its 20th anniversary. So, we'll chat a little bit about that and then wrap the show up. We'll be back in a minute. So now we're going to talk a bit about Mario 64, the maybe greatest 3D platformer ever made, maybe? It's debatable. No. No? <laughs> no. Maybe the most... Celebrated? Uh, yeah, there you go. 3D platformer ever made? Yeah. Maybe the most important. The most important, yeah. Definitely the most important. I don't know. We celebrated you- the shit out of Sunshine on this podcast, and that game sucks. <laughs> You are wrong, sir. Sunshine's quite You're a good game. Wrong. I'm not wrong. I just that's my favorite. Three, that's my favorite three D platformer. Anyway, oh, we're, well, we're talking it's about sixty four today, Adam. So, uh, okay, you so sixty four is terrible too. Fuck <sighs> everything. It's all terrible. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I love so sixty four. We'll start off by just you know a little bit of background, our background with the game, and then we'll move on to sort of um, how it's perceived today and you know, some of our more recent experiences. So, Adam, when did you play Mario 64? Um, when I was, like, I don't know, seven or eight, like, a, a year or so after the N64 came out, mm-hmm. I went over to my friend's house, and he had just gotten an N64, and it was awesome. And he had Mario Kart, and my brother was there, and we were playing Mario Kart, like, vroom, vroom, vroom. It was so awesome. So we were like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to pull up. All of our money, we're going to get in a 1064. And all four of us kids, we took all of our savings. We did all sorts of chores and stuff. And we bought an N64 with Mario Kart 64. And then my brother was like, I mean, Mario Kart is for us, but we need to pick something for mom to watch. 
and we picked Super Mario 64. And that was the game for mom to watch. And it ended up being the best game ever. Oh my gosh. I would just run around the grounds forever, except for the parts that had the booze, because those are scary. <laughs> um, and that was pretty much it. I didn't really go into the levels, because they were scary until I was like, a man. So, so you only saw the the castle <laughs> hub. You never saw the le- main levels. Well, I watched. I watched my brother beat it. He got every star. Uh, and yep. I, I don't know. I got up to maybe like the upstairs, but not the up upstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I got on a bar. I did end up beating it. I beat the DS one. I got all 150 stars. Jeez. Um, I was <laughs> That's pretty young. Right. Pretty impressive. Well, it was a DS launch game, and I had nothing else to do. I was yeah, playing, like, I also bought the DS Fire Red when the DS came out. Yeah, I didn't play yeah. Mario 64 properly until, like, 2003 or so, probably, because I got an N64 or late 99, and I just never bought Mario 64. Um, the first game I played was, like, Ocarina of Time, so that was, like, my Mario 64, I guess. But um, mm-hmm. I ended up buying a copy of Mario 64, I think, I think in late 2003. I had sort of seen it at other people's houses and that, but I hadn't sat down and actually played it properly um, until then. And then I ended up, yeah, getting the DS remake as well when I finished it, but I didn't get all the stars. I still haven't actually gotten all 120 stars in Mario 64. I always get up to like 117, 118 or so. And just, there's a couple at the end, I just can't be bothered. <laughs> it's, it's like, I mean, it's not much of a, re- a reward anyway. You just get to go on top of the castle and see Yoshi. Woo! But, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, even playing it when I did, like, it was still fun going into, like, bob on Battlefield and running around the castle wait, wait, wait. and things like that. Wait, wait, wait. Come on, you guys are singing with me. Oh, the lady. I can't do this. What's coming here? Da 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 like, with Mario 64, I think, you know, it's aged slower than a lot of other games from that era. Um, even when it was, like, 10 years old, it still felt, like, not that different to other 3D platformers that were coming out around the same time, I guess. Like, it was still, like, play like fairly playable. I mean, it's still playable today as well, but another 10, like, 20 years on... It does show a, f- a few like rough edges. I mean, the camera can be sort of annoying every now and then, trying to position it right. Um, the levels, you know, as we go on, the levels feel sort of smaller and smaller. I mean, back when Mario 64 came out, Bob on Battlefield was highly impressive. It seemed like a massive sort of playground. Uh, but today it's, you know, just... It feels a bit. It feels a lot smaller and you know a lot more quaint than uh, it used to feel. Mm-hmm. So Perry, how much have you um, played of Mario? 
Well, I grew up um, like playing my older brother's like systems, and we weren't ever really like super into video games. Um, and they never had Super Mario sixty four. Um, mm-hmm. I grew up playing like Zelda and like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater <laughs> and other stuff. Um, and so I never got talk it. Talk about the best platformer. Heck yeah, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. And um, so I I never got 64. Um, I got a GameCube. My friend, my brother's friend, bought a GameCube, brought it over, and left it at our house forever. And I, I just inherited that, and I got sunshine from that. But I never, ever got 64. And then I mm-hmm. just – so I never played it. And when you go back to it now, it's, I mean, it's, I understand how great of a game it is, but it's, it is a little harder to control and, um, you know, it's just not as polished as stuff. And so I never have really gotten into it. Like I've probably got like a dozen stars in the Wii U one. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it's just, and I I enjoy it. It's really weird. Just a weird game. The most in, like the most enjoyable worlds on the first level of the castle, all the sort of the introductory sort of levels, like yeah, Bob and Battlefield, Wolf's Fortress, um, what's the uh, Jolly Roger Bay, um, Ice Ice Mountain, I think it is. Um, all those like you know, there's some tricky stuff in some of those ones, but um, they're all pretty pretty fun um then you go up like to the second level of the castle and there's still some it, like the levels are all good but you know the higher you go up the castle so sort of the less um just casually fun the game is and sort of there's a lot more aggravating moments just falling off things or slipping off something due to the camera or um, mm-hmm. yeah like some of the later levels like rainbow ride and tiktok clock just can be like really annoying Oh, I love TikTok Clock, but maybe my favorite level is the like the the big small world. Yeah, that is cool. Depending that one. Yeah. Where you go in, either big or small. Yeah. Uh, and then I like the underground like cavern level. Mm, mm. Um, I think the second floor has some really good, really good stuff, and the basement has good stuff. Um, there's the lava world. See, the lava world, like, it's pretty... It's not that bad. I, I do sort of enjoy playing through the lava world. But um, that world is, like, literally, like... On the desert? Just, like, a flat square with, like, some obstacles on it. Like, that lava world is just, like, yeah, a giant right. flat surface with some, you know, rocks that you jump on, basically. Mm-hmm. And lava. <gasps> yeah, and, and lava. <laughs> What about the... Um, oh my gosh, and the slides. Who could ever forget the slides? Yeah, yeah that, those are pretty I, great. I love the secret, secret slide. Um, and I don't mind the levels that go up to le- like leading to Bowser. They're more focused on straight platforming. Oh, yeah, those are all skill. good. Yeah, those are usually pretty good. I but, just... I really want a remake of 64DS because it added 30 more stars and they're all cool. Um, but it, the the DS only had eight directions, so it wasn't like mm. super easy to control. Didn't have an analog um, stick. I, you can yeah, use the, an the thumb the thumb strap thing that came with the the original DS to get analog control, but it takes some getting used to because obviously 
it doesn't recenter for you. You got to move your thumb back to where the center was, and sometimes it can be a little oh weird. Gosh. Yeah, no thanks. You're right. I have to find my thumb thing. I've still got my thumb thing. I actually played the, a lot of the game back when it came out with that thumb strap, and I got I got used to it. So I had sort of analog control, but I tried it again maybe I don't know six months ago just to test it out. And it's just like, yeah, it is really weird. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the game also, the DS one, you can play mm. as Wario and Yoshi and Luigi. Luigi, yeah. Which is, uh, I mean, being able to play as Wario is is the coolest thing ever. So, sorry. Uh, except it for is. being able to play as Luigi. <laughs> you can play as Luigi, though, in a lot of other games. See, I, I kind of yeah, don't. Yeah, a lot. Cool. Like, it's kind of cool that you can play as other yeah. characters. But, um... I kind of just preferred playing as Mario the whole time because, like the, they, the way they really did, did the game is like some stars now can only be done when you're a certain character, so it kind of gets a little annoying, um, just switching the characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there was like some weird premise where you were Yoshi the whole time and you just kept putting on like magic hats. No, I think Mario is the one putting like, on the uh, magic hats, isn't he? But Yoshi's the one that putting on putting on the hats. There's not a Yoshi hat. So I wonder if that's yeah. like um if that's like canon, like are all the Mushroom Kingdom people just Yoshi? <laughs> I can't remember how it goes. But um the DS version also had uh mini games and also had a versus mode, which was pretty fun. Did you ever play the versus mode? Oh hell yeah! I played the versus mode. Yeah, I, can, like, I like the mini stars and beating up everyone. Yeah, I never had the DS version. Never had. Never just heard of this mode just now. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's tell me about cool, it. But it, you run around on it's some empty simple. island as Yoshi, mm. and you can put on hats and beat up your little sister until she gets tired <laughs> of playing. Mario 64. Basically, it's sort of like there's a few different arenas, and then there's stars that randomly appear on the map, and everyone's sort of got to chase after them and collect them and like beat each other up to sort of get the different stars. Because I think once you hit someone, the stars fall out, and you can collect it again. I think that's how it went. So it was like the end, like the person with the most stars at the end was like the winner. I think that's how it worked. Sounds fun. So, yeah, playing Mario 64 today, I, I guess, you know, most people would play on the Wii U virtual console now, which kind of looks bad. Like, the N64 emulator doesn't look that great on the Wii no, U. No, it doesn't. It's it doesn't. like the image is darker for some reason, which is, yeah. I don't know why they bother doing it. It's just... Well, it's it's different with different games, I noticed. I, I played Wave Race um, on it, and it looks horrible. Mm. And I play 1080 on it, and it looks got awesome. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know what the difference is there. So I haven't really bought any. Um, but yeah, I've also got a modded N64, so it looks pretty good anyway. So um, I haven't I haven't played my 64 that recently. Uh, oh, I have yet. Sorry, I have 64 DS. That's my only copy mm. of the game anymore. When we moved as children, Super Mario 64 and Ocarina of Time went missing. And for years, I thought that it was just in some other box. I hadn't been a 
until I realized, like, oh, wait, no, those games are awesome. Those probably got... So I'm surprised that they didn't make a, another Super Mario 64 game on 64. Mm. There was always but, rumors that they were going to. Yeah, um, I mean... But, uh, I guess they just were busy doing other stuff, and they just never really found something to that justified a sequel, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they should have made a like a Majora's Mask like version of Super yeah. Mario 64, you know, like same assets, different mm. weird town, different, different they should have literally just made like Super Mario 64 Majora's Mask. Yeah, yeah. And this oh time God. you're going this time you're going into inside, inside Bowser's castle and you got all these levels you got to beat. <laughs> Adam, there is a dog that barked on your screen, and it just went over to Winnie the Pooh, and it just like like a one bark, and it just cut back. It was hilarious. Okay, so this supposed Super Mario sixty four two. I think it would start off where Mario gets a letter from Bowser, and Bowser is like, "I bring you a cake." <laughs> Oh, you don't get it at all. It sounds scary. That's how Super Mario 64 starts. His peach is like, yeah, I know. I know. You okay? yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. You didn't laugh at my joke. Because, uh, you must have not gotten it. it, it, it kinda, <laughs> the connection was kind of spotty. And, yeah. You know. So this is why we should be recording. <laughs> but yeah, um, Mario 64 2, it's a shame that it never happened. But maybe, you know... If they ever do a proper remake of Mario 64 for like a more advanced system, they'll add a bunch of new stuff. Um, you know, aside from the DS, what the DS did. Like, I think if you're going to re- actually fully remake Mario 64 from the ground up, I don't think you'd want the game to be exactly the way it was, just with better graphics. I think that it, you'd want to have them sort of smooth over some of the challenges, um, maybe make the levels a little bigger or you know, change elements of the scenery and stuff like that. Well, if you just change the physics, I think, you know, into like I a better... I think the physics is like a big part of Mario 64. I don't think you'd want to mess with the way that the physics work too much. Well, if you could make it work better. Mm. <laughs> See, like, Mario I has I mean, that's looking at it Mario from someone who has never played it. Mario hasn't been as fluid as he has been in, like, Mario 64 um, since. Like, ever since they sort of make him take away moves or make him less agile. Like, in, if you compare the Mario Galaxy Mario to the Mario 64 Mario, the Galaxy one feels sort of a bit stiff. Um, yeah, but the 3D land Mario is awesome, you know? You can do yeah, your rolls. and yeah. It's all right, I guess. The jumping does feel a bit better than Galaxy um, in 3D world. Yeah. I sort of secretly think that, like, we're about to get Super Mario 64 2. Like, I feel like someone at Nintendo, some young developer, is just, like, in his spare time, just like, oh, yeah, I'm making Super Mario 64 levels. I'd hope so. <laughs> well, at least like, you know, like, yeah, find like, it. A, like a proper remake. I mean, it would have been nice if they just, you know, last month they dropped, um, oh, yeah, Mario 64 
full remakes coming this Christmas. Get ready. But, yeah. No, not a remake, like a sequel. I think I know, that someone I know. But, is toying you know, around with a remake's more likely than a sequel. If anything, if there's going to be a sequel to Mario 64, it wouldn't really be a sequel. It would just be the next Mario game that is influenced by Mario 64. I think which it could be likely as well because it's been... They've gone down the linear Mario route for a while, so they might change it up and go back the other direction for a while. I I mean, like, you look at Star Fox 64 3D. I mean, if they would have done that with Mario 64 3D, mm. I think it would have been amazing because... I think that's like that, one of the most beautiful games on the system. I think yeah, that Nintendo would be in a better position mm. than they are. But yeah, like, cause um, Nintendo keeps going back to the NES nostalgia. Well, I'm hoping that you know they start throwing in some uh, more Super Nintendo and N64 sort of inspired projects. Like, yeah, like a Mario 64 2. Um, would be cool. I. I yeah, I bet they will. I mean, you know, just I think they've been digging into their nostalgia in the past, like in the been past couple on of years. They've NES for like 12 years or something, though, or more than that. Since like 2004, they've been on the 80s bandwagon. I guess that's, you know, what they consider to be the most sort of nostalgic and popular from, you know, like era of theirs, I guess, but. It's the same with like how people complain about um, Nintendo always focusing on the first 151 Pokemon. It's sort of the same thing. It's like the first generation of something is always going to have the the nostalgia bait angle played harder, I think. See, I wish that they would play up Super Nintendo. Like with the Wii U, Nintendo would have a billion, a million billion dollars, not just however much money they have. They would have one million billion dollars if they had called the Wii U... <laughs> A super Wii, and if it came, if, if when it came out, it came out with New Super Mario World. Mm. Do you want to play that game? Yeah, we kind Over of did. Super it's, Mario it's, Brothers U. It was called Super New Super Mario Bros. Wii U, though. It was basically. Yeah, but Mario what if World. they changed the name? What if mm. they changed the name to New Super Mario World? No, I no, I I think. Um, the game they should have launched the Wii U with was Mario Maker, but you know you can't really go back and change that Breath now. Of the Wild. Yeah, <laughs> they should have. All the games should have come out like four years earlier, <laughs> or something. It just should have launched like literally anything. All right, so Adam, what was your what's your some of your favorite like levels and you know musical tracks from Mario sixty four? Um, well, I like all the music a lot. I really like the Bomb Battlefield. I mean, that's kind of an easy one. Mm-hmm. Um, I like some of the Bowser level music. Those are pretty yeah. fun. And the Lava World music. And then there's the the really stupid, shitty level that everyone hates where you have to raise and lower the the water, the water with temple dry, level, you with, know? With Dry World. Something like that. And there's the stupid yeah. spiders that always jump in your face. Yeah. Water spiders. <laughs> uh, uh, but the music in there is really nice. Mm-hmm. The uh, the relaxing um, underwater music, the Jolly Roger Bay music is pretty good. Yeah, that one's good. One of my favorite, I, I really like um, like Womp's Fortress as a level. For some reason, this is really cool. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. yeah, that's a good level. 
and um, yeah, I yeah the giant, the small big land, the big small land ones. I do like that level. And the obviously the another musical track was would be the like the slide music. Yeah, that one's always, really good. That was always good. Like, <laughs> what did you think about what did you think about the um Womp's Fortress remake in uh Mario Galaxy two? What? Spoilers, I never played Mario Galaxy two. I have a what? sealed copy up in my room. Oh, hurry up. Why and would play you it? spoil that for me? <laughs> Why would you spoil that for me? I assumed you'd played it, or at least knew about it. No, I never got around to that one. I always assumed <sighs> that all they added was Yoshi, and I no, wasn't a huge fan of Galaxy, and I hate Yoshi. The levels so. are, level, I think the levels are better in Galaxy 2, generally. And, you know, I might go play and, and you get to uh, go back to Womp's Fortress later in the game. It's got like completely remade. All right, so any final thoughts on Mario 64, Adam? Uh, I, th- I think it's the best Mario game in the world. Mm-hmm. They should just keep remaking those two games forever. Um, yeah, so Perry, what, is, what are your sort of um, wrapping up thoughts about Mario 64? Uh, I definitely appreciate the game a lot, and I think it's really important, like I said before. Um, and it's, it's a really cool game. And uh, it's pretty crazy, uh, you know, step forward in the Mario. I mean, it's so different from Mario before, right? I mean, it just, like, so many different mechanics and everything. Mm. So it kind of just set up a yeah, whole in, new in, in the context franchise. of 90, 1996, I mean, it's just mind-blowing, really, what they did on their first get 3D game, basically. Like, it just... They nailed pretty much everything, and like, yeah, it's still highly playable even today. Which is, it's just, yeah, it's really impressive because on most games from 1996, play you know, badly now. Right. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and they they made the game with like what 15 people, like small. Really? Small what? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, there was only a small group of people that made know. the game. Yeah. I, I thought it was all really Japan that, making that. It was what? It was. Yeah, I thought like, they had the Japanese government looking oh. like working on that game. Nah, they just only need like fifteen people to make Mario. <laughs> that is the Japanese government. <laughs> EAD and and the government of Japan are the, are the same, or they should be. I should say. Nintendo should just run Japan. They do, and they should. I don't know. You know, if they did, if they actually did, then Japan would be delayed. <laughs> it would be so delayed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when it did come, when but when Japan did did come out, it would be, it'd be pretty good. It would. It would be pretty good. <laughs> but I still would okay. play a console just just to play All Japan. Right. Okay. <laughs> I guess we'll um, we'll move into wrapping the show up now. Um, so wait, I have a magical story that I have to. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Okay, Adam, go ahead and story. Your so deceit. my poor my poor brother, he had he had some job out in Alaska playing guitar at like some little resort town. Um, he was just out there all alone. You know, his his family is not in Alaska. They're not in the Alaskan time zone. So he would call me every night at like 
four in the morning, which is when he stopped playing guitar. There it was like one in the morning. But he'd call me at four in the morning and talk to me about NX Room. Constantly, NX Room. Every day he would read the subreddit and read every single thing. And he was starting to get really depressed. Uh, one day, I think it was like a Tuesday, like the week after the Apple event, I think. Yeah. He was like, this is, this is the day, brother. I swear, the NX is coming out today. I know it. I read <laughs> all the Reddit it's today. Trust me, I saw it on Reddit. It's going to happen. And, uh, <laughs> well, you know, if, you, if you're on Reddit long enough, you start to get sucked up into it. You know, I yeah, did too. Yeah. And he was just so down the next day. He was like, I don't even care. And he, I, was, I was scared because he was out in Alaska all alone, and he just seemed so depressed. And the only thing that was keeping him going was the NX excitement. <laughs> so what, is what is it? What is it? They're just making people depressed now, literally, like, really depressed. He had lost all hope, his will to live. Is, is it's your will to live. Um, but he kept asking me, what is the NX? And I was like, I don't know what the NX is. And he was like, what? And then I was like, oh, I guess I can go with this. And he's like, no, what is it? Do you know what it is? And I was like, no, I have no idea what the NX is, and I can't tell you. And he was like, no, what's the NX? And I was like, I have no idea what the NX is. I have no idea what the NX is. I just kept saying that and saying that and saying that. And he kept pressing me, pressing me, pressing me. He was like, do you know what the NX is? I was like, no, I don't know what the NX is. And then eventually I was like, okay, do you know what the NX is? And I told him, long story, I told him that this video that I was not talk about where it was like some pros playing Smash Brothers and they all had different controllers. And then one of them is like, hey, do you want to go eat? And the main one is like, sure. And he goes up to his console and he grabs his NX off of it and it's just a fucking phone. That's that's what the NX is. It's just a phone. And he attaches like two halves of a GameCube controller to the side of it and he goes <laughs> on the subway and is playing it. And then like the subway is crowded and he's standing up playing like Super Mario Run while holding onto the bar. <laughs> and they get there, and they, they get to the restaurant, and he's eating his hamburger and playing Super Mario Run, and then the, and then it rings, and he like answers it, and he goes hello, and then up on the screen pops Nintendo hello, and I convinced him that that's what it was called, that it was just a, a Wi-Fi only phone that plugs in your TV called the Nintendo hello. Just a shitty iPod Touch. See, you've just lied to him now. I mean, like when it's revealed, he's just gonna. So did you lie to him though? I mean, you might be right, right on it, right on the dot there. I didn't. I, I know. Heard, That's I the worst he's part. Is that hundred percent true? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> it's so terrible <laughs> that every time I tell him, like, oh, you know, it might not be true. That video might not be real. You know, and he's like, no, it has to be. Because Does it's he so dumb, and only Nintendo <laughs> would do that. <laughs> the Nintendo Hello think like, oh look, we invited, a, we invented a really shitty phone. We're so innovative. Nintendo, the phone that you can't use as a phone. 
Yeah, it was <laughs> Wi-Fi only. And that their big push was voice chat. He <laughs> <laughs> was all down. Hey, Adam, be honest with me. Do you work at Nintendo? I don't. But he thought that through the website, I would know what the NX is. And I was like, uh, I'm pretty sure that I would be the last one to know. And that someone would write an article about what it was. <laughs> But yeah, no, I do not know what the NX is. I do know what the NX is. It's what I described. It's just probably not called the Hello. I don't know. That sounds like a very Nintendo name. I know. It's. I was it, so it proud of myself. It the Nintendo Hello. Hello. Oh, my God. Hello. L-double-L-O. No, just imagine it, Mario. Hello! Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's so terrible. Nintendo, hello! Um, but then he was all sad about it. And then he got all excited. We were talking about it, and I kept making up more stuff. I was like, it only has Wii U games. Like, it has Splatoon and Smash Brothers, and the new characters are Ice Climbers and, and the Inklings. So get excited for those. And I just made him so sad because that's the problem with all the NX rumors is that they sound cool. So I just told him the shittiest shit that no one would want to hear. And it sounded so believable. You should tell him. Like, oh, go ahead. I'm not going to tell him. Never. No, it's I, been like two weeks now. And he'll text me all the time. Hello. Hello. And he'll call me and be like, hello. Like, the Nintendo hello. You, you should tell him that they, they just confirmed that in Australia it's going to be called the Nintendo Good Eye. Good Eye. Oh <laughs> good day, mate. Good day. I'm gonna um, not buy it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if it's the hello, I'm not gonna buy it. Let me see if I can find the text he sent me. So I was feeling all bad. I was like, oh, I can't believe that I lied to. I lied to him like that. Uh, uh-huh. And then the next day, I gosh, I don't know if I can find it. But anyway, Adam, I think, like, I think I think we'll wrap up the episode now. Um, I, I I just have to say what he texted me. He texted me last night. Our conversation was the most beautiful gift that anyone has ever given me. Like, thank you so much. And then I like I was in too deep. I couldn't go back. <laughs> so now I just have to wait for the actual reveal, and then he'll find out that I was lying. But he won't be mad because he'll know what the NX actually is at that point. Mm. All right, then we'll we'll, uh, finish this episode up. Um, Thanks for joining me, Adam. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been it's good to sort of get back into the swing of connectivity. We're been pretty sporadic the last couple of months, yeah, due to me being not being able to do anything and uh, just other factors. So we should be moving back to our regular sort of uh, fortnightly schedule. So everyone uh, that's sort of been wondering what's going on with the connectivity, uh, want to know more, uh, we should be back uh, trucking along, you know, as we were pretty much. We're going to try and do a few different uh, things. We're going to try and, um, yeah, bring some new sort of segments into the show. Uh, but for now, uh, I guess that'll, that'll do us. You can talk to us on Twitter, which is at ConnectivityNWR. Um, we really like it if more people followed the account and interacted uh, with it just to, you know, um, connect with the, the people listening and try and um, make the show better. So if you have any suggestions or ideas, um, just send them over Twitter and we will 
uh, respond. You can also send in uh, listener, listener mail questions to uh, connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com. So just like the one on today's show, um, we'll read it out and try and answer it the best we can. All right, so I think that'll do us. Uh, Perry has uh, dropped off the internet, it seems, so I'll say goodbye from him and goodbye from myself and Adam. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.